This is Goals with Soul, the podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Joe Ingram. I'm really excited to share today's interview with you because it's with the enigmatic Rosalind Fung. Rosalind is a mastermind sister of mine who I've been watching her explode in her orgasmic amazingness through her content and through simply being herself and was absolutely stoked to bring her onto the podcast and sprinkle some of that magic for us all to share because when it comes to showing up, being unapologetically visible. Rosalind really has found a unique way to express herself and critically call in her soul clients. She is an Akashic visionary as well as being a life and business coach. And she's also a former psychologist of over 10 years, has a second degree black belt in karate, is a Reiki master. The list really does go on. And I explore this with Ros about how she's brought so many different modalities and talents and experiences into how she now shows up and how critically she helps her clients. We're going to dive into how to go to your maximum level of showing up online and also something that I've been learning a lot more about, which is diving into light language and understanding how that can help and really create a breakthrough. And listen right through to the end, because when we get to the inspired action invitation, Roz takes us through a beautiful live activation that will literally get your fingers tingling and open you up to receive so much more abundance. So if you are ready to get out of your own way, unapologetically show up and start to magnetize your dream life and business, let's dive in. Hello, Rosalind. Welcome to Goals with Soul. Hi, love. I am so excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you here because I am an energy curious business coach, super, Mm. super love energy work and I've got into quite a bit of it myself but I love mining the depths of all the available energetic work out there and Akashic Records is something that's got onto my radar and when (laughs) we got chatting about it not long ago I was like I need to know more and specifically I love the fact that you use Akashic Records in business and like tell me a little bit about how that even came about for you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. So let me first of all define what Akashic Records is in case anyone that's listening is like, I've heard of that because most people have heard of Akashic Records, but may not really know what it is. I know that before I got certified in it, I was like, you know, I don't quite understand. So the simplest way to describe it is I'm opening up the record of your soul. So we're all humans having or souls having a human being experience. And so when I open the records, um, I'm channeling your angels. So masters are angels with you all your life. Um, Teachers are angels with you for specific lessons and loved ones are people that you knew in this lifetime, but have crossed over. And what happens in the records is basically you can ask any question you want. The only questions I can't answer are when will this happen and how long will this take? Because time doesn't really exist in in the high realms. And so generally, though, I can get a sense like of the period with whether it's going to happen within this year or next couple of years sort of thing. Um, But I'm also accessing. So this is how it's a little bit different for me. I'm not just reading. And I know, Joe, you've had a session with me. So you see that I'm not just reading. Oftentimes, yes, I can see your past lives and karmic patterns. Uh, But because of my background as a former psychologist with a master's in marriage and family therapy, sometimes the guides are asking that part of me to come in. I'm also trauma trained and certified in Haikomi, which is a mindfulness approach. It's a somatic body approach, um, which means 
how do I stand in relationship with myself and how do I stand in relationship with others? So sometimes I'm doing inner child somatic healing in the sessions. Um, and then of course, being a business coach, I can also see what, um, sort of like business ideas and downloads are coming through for, um, my clients, depending on, you know, again, what their questions are, if it's related to more relationship or self in terms of like their health, um, and, uh, you know, business. So just depends. Wow. I mean, you are super multi-passionate and have so many strings to your bow. (laughs) I love this. Like one thing that we talk a lot about on this podcast is messaging as it shows up as our innate brilliance and gifts and all the things that we've pulled Mm -hmm. together from our entire experience and all the things that have happened to us in our lives. And you've got quite a catalog. You just mentioned a few of those, such as your clinical psychology and on your somatic work. How did you get to a place where all of these got blended into your message and your business? Let's go back to the question of how this all began. So I'd like to call that the alchemy of me. Um, gosh, it's been like since 2008, I've been really doing the work. It was Haikomi that uh, saved me, we'll say, because I was really stuck in this belief that, and it was Haikomi that I discovered it because it was very unconscious. Um, Cause at this time I was uh, a psychologist. I had just started private practice. I was personally struggling with food and body image and uh, I got into bodybuilding um, for all the wrong reasons. So I competed and I came in last place. So everything on the outside of my life looked completely perfect. I was very confident and good at everything that I did on the outside, but inside I was really struggling with um, disordered eating. It was in the form of binge eating and purging by over-exercising. And when I came in last place that day on stage, June 2008 uh, in this figure bodybuilding competition, it devastated me because I thought, here I am, I've checked off all the boxes of what society has um, defined as success. You know, I've achieved the masters, I've achieved the titles, I've achieved like, like manifesting a private practice. I'm a second degree black belt and a role model to kids, teens and adults in karate. And I found my perfect soulmate partner who I'm still with 20 years later. (laughs) And, and yet I felt like something was missing. And really when I came in last place that day, it just broke me. And I was not self-aware at this point, uh, that led me to learn about Haikomi. And of course, when you're learning something, you cannot, not work on yourself. So Joe, I, uh, realized that I was unconsciously operating from this belief that I'm valued in my doingness rather than my beingness, who I am. And my doingness was never enough. And so that started the journey of self-love for me. It was really about coming home to myself, embracing perfectly imperfect, um, really learning the art of slowing down. Uh, because at that point I was a perfectionist and overachiever in just hardcore masculine, very head cut off from heart. And I had no idea about spirituality. I was like, what is this thing? <laughs> and the is about neuroscience, psychology and spirituality blended together. And so I really started my self-love journey. It changed, Haikomi changed my life so much that I got certified in it. And um, I got certified in eating psychology and then ran many transformational therapy groups for former versions of me. And I was so inspired to create a bigger impact that that led me to become the first psychologist in my province of Alberta, Canada, to create an online program back in 2015. And that was a lot of red tape, but I figured it out legally and ethically. And then spirit really showed me uh, more possibilities. So that's where I got my first international speaking gig with a fitness women's fitness community who were all about body positivity. They put me on their magazine cover and I got to write a four page article on how to flex your self-love muscle. And so I knew that there was something here. You know that when Joe, when you're like, you feel it, but you can't quite define it. And so what started to happen was women who read my article, who saw this magazine and I on this cover, 
It's if you Google my name, you'll find it. Um, Rosalind Fung Gorgo, G-O-R-G-O. -O, that's the fitness community. You'll see the cover and I do not look like a fitness model, what you would typically see. I just, it was, it was like, I just had a baby a year before that. I did not diet anymore. Um, I look fit, but I have my beautiful mama belly. And I on purpose wore um, a sports bra and booty shorts. So I hated my stomach pretty much most of my life. Uh, even when I was bodybuilding, I never felt like it was flat enough, even when I had abs. And through this work, I really learned to love myself no matter what and love my belly so much um, that I want to celebrate. And I wore very little clothing on purpose for this. And women were seeing this cover and going, oh my gosh, like I, my body doesn't look that much different than Roz's and, and like I, and so they're recognizing, oh my gosh, look, I'm talking to myself and really moving into the, oh, okay. Like she doesn't, she looks great. And I kind of look like her, you know, it was just like this aha moment for so many people. And they reached out to work with me, but because many people who reached out weren't living in the province I'm licensed in. I couldn't work with them. And so fast forward, I um, manifested my first business coach uh, about five years ago and uh, no, six years ago and um, and then started a self-love coaching business. And I would say to this day, I very much use uh, Hikomi in my work with my clients, even as a business coach, I bring in all my psychology. Uh, that self-love coaching business grew really quickly. I never meant to retire as a psychologist, but it just came to this point where it was just like, I was really able to show up fully in all my woo. I'm also a Reiki master. And, and over the years, I've, I've gotten um, certifications in three different energy modalities in, and then also Akashic records <laughs> uh, during COVID. And so I'm just obsessed. I love, love, love doing my own work personally and spiritually. Um, I'm always I'm just a believer that I'm here to evolve and support those in the journey who want to also continue evolving and creating that deep impacts and the ripple effects in the world, regardless of who they are. And it's really about now my pain turned to my purpose is um, helping people really show up in who they authentically are, create life and business uh, from the place of who they are so that they can have what they desire rather than what we're normally taught is the do this, then have this, then you can be happy or be worthy. Well, that's so backwards. So it really is about be, do, and have. Oh, I love that so much. That model is something that's really, really close to my heart because yeah. like you, I got all of that sort of um, wounded masculine, do, 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 do. You know, I used to joke, I still do occasionally, that I have lists on my lists. You know, it's like I've, I've got yeah. so much to do, even to the point that I used to value myself for being the busiest person mm -hmm. I knew. Yeah. So backward. And now, like, having to unlearn a lot of that and bring in yeah. that divine feminine and get that balance and flow in place so life's genuine, genu genuinely <laughs> yeah, a pleasure yeah. rather than just all of that doing and I love how that you've blended that seamlessly into such a powerful message and obviously a business that really helps women who relate to so many of those areas yeah. that you've spoken about and that Absolutely. thing about your tummy I mean who I mean I was going to say who doesn't relate to that I guess there's someone out there right. that doesn't but most of us real women having yeah. had kids or li living in the real world are going to yeah. dislike our tummy because the media has told us it needs to look a certain way. And I've got a massive cesarean scar right through mine as well. So, uh, but I don't hate it, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to go on a magazine cover with my low hanging shorts. So all kudos to you. For that. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I was doing that because it was really a celebration. And yes, that's, it's so beautiful to celebrate ourselves. I think that, you know, in general, women especially struggle to celebrate themselves. And I mean, we see that even in our own mastermind program that we're in together. It's just like, it's like, that's really big. It's like the celebration is so important. Um, and yet we're 
that's not a natural ability for many people. Um, I feel like that's one of my gifts is to to celebrate. That's actually how I actually start to client attracts people, Joe. <laughs> Because I was so excited as a psychologist. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was sharing about the group programs I was doing. I was sharing about, like I couldn't, because of the strictness of it, you, you know, keeping everything confidential, but just sharing more about my enthusiasm of the work that I was doing with my clients and um, how freeing it is when people are liberated from their, back then it was like food and body and those are doorways into deeper self-love really and you know i think business is the same way like as you probably see the journey of growing and scaling our business along the way whether it's like uh showing up more visibly asking for the money uh doing the call to actions receiving the money growing that money in our bank account um working with affiliates or partners like at some point along the way our shit comes up mm. it just does like we get triggered around something and that's not a bad thing. And, you know, it's so important to continue doing that mindset work. It's so important to continue doing the belief shifting work on a deeper somatic level uh, because that's where our subconscious is held is in our body. So somatic work is body work. Um, and it's the quickest way to shift things on a subconscious level. Now, bringing in the Kashuk records, once I got certified in it, what was really cool is that it just opened up my intuition to this next level. So to access the Akashic Records, um, the way I like to do it is I open up with Linda Howe's Pathway Prayer. Um, and you can actually energetically feel the energy of being in the records. So you can access records for yourself. And, and some some people have a hard time actually doing that. Um, I am blessed that I can. I can read my own records, but I also also still really, really like having someone else read my records for me. I actually prefer that. Um, just because it's so much more fun. That's just my personality. I'm like, yep, just like, I want to hear it from someone else. And I don't know if it's a manifesting generator sort of like personality but trait, but I get a lot more juice when I'm jamming with people, um, you know, whether it's a coach, whether it's a mastermind sister, but the ideas come flowing so much more when I'm in a conversation with somebody. And so for me, the records, I really like other people reading my records. When I'm reading other people's records, it's really cool because I can feel the energy of my clients. Every reader is different. So the way my psychic abilities work is that I actually close my eyes and I see through my third eye. I see energy. I feel energy. I see visions and um, uh, images. And sometimes I see Disney cartoons <laughs> as references. <laughs> and I'm very kinesthetic, so I move a lot because that's how information comes to me. And I'm claircognizant, so I just know. Um, it's a, it's a kind of like um, I just hear it uh, as well. It's like a no. It's just a deep knowing. And so I'm able to share what I see. And then I'm also able to, this is really different um, than, than like a, I get, I'll say a typical reader. Not everybody has ability to do this, but because I can speak light language, which is language that the soul can understand. Um, it's not language from this planet. It comes from divine. Uh, mine's very galactic. Palladians is where it comes from. Um, and it's a it's it's like I have the ability to clear with light language, whatever isn't serving, supporting from this life, past lives, uh, karmic patterns and across lifetimes. So it's really potent when that happens. And then my I'm able to help amplify people's um, uh, purpose for their highest good and truth with the light language as well. Yeah, that's obviously I've experienced you speaking light language, but you certainly don't have to be on a one-on-one with you to see that because you share it really yeah. openly on your Instagram yeah. and YouTube and other places. And that's mm -hmm. something that, so for those people listening, if you're like light language, what, what's that? Never it's that. like, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to say something that I know most energy workers don't feel that comfortable with. But when I first heard it, I, the only thing that I could reference was speaking in tongues is yeah. what came to me. It was like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's like, that's not even like real words. 
but actually now I'm in communities with light workers and energy workers. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's mm-hmm. it's something that comes through people and it helps others to clear their their records or clear some some bad energy and so on. But what mm-hmm. I think is so different about you, Roz, in comparison with many that I've met, and some energy and light workers may well be listening right now, is that some feel quite quite shy about it and they're happy to share it you know with paying clients quietly but they're not showing up on shout it out social media and just going here I am in a reel in a bikini doing my light language (laughs) in Mexico (laughs) in Mexico so if that doesn't encourage someone to at least check you out on Instagram I don't know what would but it's like whoa is she really doing this And I Mm. want to like circle back to a couple of things that you've just said before around, you know, finding your confidence and Mm. overcoming your body shame and getting in a place where you Mm. wanted to be more visible and be that model. And you are really, I have to say, you are really showing up for this. You know, I, I love seeing what you do on social media, but I also wonder, and I'm, I just, I'm curious what you're going to say now. I think some people might be triggered by seeing someone so, so incredibly courageous and bold and out there and sexy and all the things. (laughs) Remind me what your Instagram handle is. Bold, sexy warrior. Right. Says it all. So like when you put yourself out there with that energy, what kind of happens when you're that bold? Does it trigger people? Do you get strange reactions? You know, it's so funny, not to my face. Like, honestly, I don't have creepy men trying. Like, this is the weirdest thing. I'm actually really shocked. I don't get creepy men sliding my DMs. I really don't. It's so, like, interesting. I think my bold vibes probably scare them off, to be honest. Yeah, you'll kick ass. They're not going to mess with you. Like, I'll kick your butt. Um, But, um. I, so what I can say is it's, and I say this very publicly, uh, I have had clients and I can say probably a handful, if not, at least I can count on two hands, um, who have like, so their clients, they've paid me money. They've hired me for bigger packages who have told me I used to not like you. And I'd be like, oh, clearly that's changed when, and they'll say, you know, it's probably like a couple years. I've been following you for a couple years. Usually it's around two or three years. Um, when I first saw you speak and they realize because they've taken personal accountability, uh, they're realizing that I'm a mirror for them, that I'm saying things that back then they were not able to hear because it was really, they felt like I was calling them out and they weren't able to hear it. Or I was showing up in exactly how they wanted to show up, meaning bold, uh, fierce, authentic, being able to even be, so I have the bold side where it is more assertive, but I also have a very soft, vulnerable side I openly show where I'm softer, I'm, I'm, I'm very dynamic. So I'm crying, you know, and not in a verbal diarrhea way, but in a way where you can feel my energy be so touched in, in this expansive energy. Um, and I just show up as me, there's no filters. And, and so when clients are triggered by me, I recognize, you know, and I want people to hear this, it's not personal you're being a mirror for them, whether they consciously know that or not. And at some point they're recognizing like one of my clients, she's now actually one of my expert coaches um, in my container. Cause I, I often love working. I believe so much in what my clients do. And then if my soul feels called to work with them as a client myself, I absolutely hire them for that. So um, she is, she's a SRT clearing coach. Uh, spiritual response therapy clearing coach and she uh, hired me immediately because I'm not afraid to really like show up in a sensual sexual vibe and and she recognized that she was struggling with the theme of showing up in her sexual energy that the highest power of sexual uh, energy is creative 
energy. It's like that Kundalini. And, and, and so she, because she takes personal, radical personal and spiritual responsibility, she knew that she had to work with me. She was triggered and hired me right away. Cause she's like, she's got something I need <laughs> to work on my shadow stuff. And, and so, um, yeah, I know I trigger people. People don't tell me to my face. So it's very interesting. Well, clearly your energy keeps you well protected, but the, the reality is you're showing up for a purpose and you have your niche. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what the reality is for all of us is that when we show up with pure authenticity and we're unapologetic and we just show up as who we are, there are people yeah. out there that are going to feel that, that um, vulnerable, authentic energy and they're going to resonate with us. And there are loads of people that resonate with how you show up because yeah. it is so unapologetic and so unique you. in itself. You know, and I want to say, I just loved how you tied all that in. I never thought about, yeah, I, I can now, like, it's no problem for me to go on camera and a bikini and just light language. Whereas, thank you, Joe. like back then I would never have been able to go on a camera and, or at least like without thinking, oh my God, is my stomach flat enough? Oh my God, where are people going to think? Or like, that doesn't even come up anymore. It's just like, this is a vessel. I love my body. Like it's not even, it's not even a, a, a thought that crosses my mind. So you've just run me how far I've come. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the reality, isn't it? When all of the little strings and pieces from our lives get, get, woven together into how we show up and, and what we are now and sometimes yeah. and I find this myself with clients I work with I found it for myself when I first did it is that we don't even put those pieces together for ourselves we don't yeah. realize the influence of all of these aspects and how they, they then show up yeah even with light language when I got gifted light language actually you're gonna laugh it was at a Christian conference <laughs> <laughs> So it's interesting how it got activated. Um, I absolutely believe in God. In fact, the Akashic Records is accessing God consciousness. It is non-religious, but it really is, um, you know, it, it, it's like we can, we can be activated in different avenues, but it really is um, like for me, just coming back to when I got gifted light language, I was really scared also, Joe, to come out with it. Number one, I really, like I've heard a couple people speak light language and it feels like, for me, it was like, oh, it feels like home. And somewhere in the very back of my mind, intuitively, I've never like addressed it at that point, but I felt like I'm going to do that one day. And so um, when I got gifted, I was really like, I don't know what to do with this. I can speak it. Like, what do I do with it? And I knew it would be, um, it could be very powerful. And there was a part of me that was scared to like put it out there because I didn't know how to use it. I didn't know if it could cause harm, which by the way, it can't. It's like sound, it's frequency. It's, it comes from divine unconditional love. But, you know, all these like, questions came up like, Ooh, like, how do I use this? What people think I'm weird. What if this like discredits me, but the, and so I hired another one of my clients <laughs> who helps people develop their light language and build their confidence in using it and understanding it more. Um, and then I could confidently put it out there. And it was interesting because over time, as I did, I noticed it actually just magnetized people quicker. My reels, my light language reels are the most popular reels on my Instagram. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This, this it just completely attracts people and people that I wouldn't think like people who are like, maybe not so spiritual, spiritual, like, um, out there spiritually. It's just very interesting, but it speaks to them because it's so frequency. And so there's, it's like that match of frequency. They're noticing they're, they're feeling called to lean in more. And so might not necessarily be when you go look at their page, they don't look that spiritual, right? They might look more practical, um, more logical, maybe more like, um, based in the science aspects and yet they're feeling called. So I know it, light language, what it does is it clears anything that doesn't serve and support, it heals. So it's based on where the receiver is in that moment. 
it can activate and amplify things for the highest good and truth. So um, for whatever reason, people just feel called, but they're in my most popular reels. Oh, I love it. And in fact, you just said something that really resonates with my own experience because I've been coming across and now working with more coaches who are established who seem to be, you know, executive coaches or marketing coaches and so on. And by looking at their stuff, you don't really see anything that's that spiritual about them, but actually they are so ready to bring Mm -hmm. that part of themselves, which they've kept kind of quiet because they feel it might discredit them or they feel like they don't know how it fits within their messaging and their offers um, architecture. So what's happening is, is they're, they're watching, they're out there and I'm starting to help them get their message clarity in place but clearly you just got this like uh what do you call it like a beacon <laughs> like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> like come on over if, if you're called spiritually you're going to really like hear this message it's fascinating I love how you got into that and how did you first go like that you got the ability to have I suppose what we would call psychic abilities was mm-hmm. that something that you had from birth or early age or did it come in later through practice well (laughs) okay I'm like this is another episode so I'm gonna try to like shorten this because that's a powerful question so Joe um all my life I was so scared of um spirits like ghosts and paranormal and i knew logically it was an overreaction but i couldn't really understand it i was so scared to the point where i couldn't even go to the you know fun houses at carnivals <laughs> like i'm like no i'm not stepping in there and my because my body would be shaking and i could feel the fear and i didn't understand it fast forward to my 30th birthday i'm i'm 40 i'll be almost 41 uh and i was so scared of psychics up until this point and I still was scared, but I'm like, okay. Cause up until this point, I was like, I didn't want to hear anything bad. I didn't want to hear, and people were like, no, no, they're not going to tell you anything bad. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. So for my 30th birthday, I gifted myself a psychic reading and it was actually really powerful. And some of the things that he said, uh, it came true. So, and it was unbelievable. Cause at that point it was, it was things that I was just like, how's that going to happen? Like meaning um, he had told me I'm going to become big um, and and I'm not going to be really like living where I am. And I'm, and at that point, I was a therapist. I was on mat leave with my now 10 year old. So I'm like, well, how is that going to happen? Like, no, I'm going to be living somewhere else when I'm licensed here. <laughs> so it's just very interesting how like when I look back, things have unfolded and um, I, I was at a psychological practice where it's a beautiful old heritage home. So it's over a hundred years old. There's lots of really beautiful spirits there. And the owner, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, she's very intuitive. She's a psychologist as well. And so she invited um, uh, a bunch of us to have a psychic party. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having an overreaction around some of the conversation that these women were having. Um, And these are the kind of women I hang out with now, but back then it wasn't really. They were talking about, oh yeah, one time I was dating somebody and we went to his place and the ghost made rice with a rice cooker. They came home to rice being made. I was like freaking out and I started crying. Again, I knew it was an overreaction. I'm like, weren't you scared? Did you eat the rice? Like, is something bad going to (laughs) happen? And she was just like really casual about it. Like they were talking about seeing ghosts, like no big deal. And fast forward a week later, one of my girlfriends who is uh, indigenous and she is very intuitive, um, could immediately tap into my story that I was just sharing. And she goes, Roz, I see you as a young girl trying to open the door and your parents are on the other side saying not until you calm down but i was and as soon as she said that joe my body had a visceral release and i started to release tears i'm like oh my god i remember this i remember this and my and i said i don't remember what happened though she goes hmm were you living in a place that you your parents didn't own like you i'm like yeah yeah we were living in a rental Uh, because the house I grew up in was being built. And so this is a temporary place we were staying at. 
And she said, yeah, you saw an earthbound ghost, which means a, a ghost that didn't know he was dead. And I remember that too. He just looked like a normal 40 something year old man, overweight, wearing a plaid shirt. I can see him to this day in my mind. And he was yelling at us. And I said, but I didn't remember what he said. So she, she said, he was yelling at you guys to get out of his place. And of course my parents can't see, and I can. Low kids are the most opened um, people on this earth. Like they're so opened. And so my parents thought I was having temper tantrum and locked me in the room with the ghost who was angry. <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense. I had so much trauma to spirits and immediately hired my girlfriend to help me uh, because I was like, oh my gosh, I have abilities. I can tap into this. This is amazing. I didn't want to be fearful of anymore. I wanted to learn and move, lean into it. And so um, from there, she helps me open up my intuition. I became certified Reiki, which raises my vibration even more. And that's been like the last, yeah, decade and a half for me. Just wow, what opening. a beautiful journey. So, <laughs> so compelling. I'm like sitting here like riveted by this story. Absolutely fascinating. And yeah, have you told your parents how they oh, responded yeah, they, to it? You know, it's so funny because when we look back at pictures of when I was about five when this happened, um, literally on uh, there's a picture of me on the doorstep of where we lived in this rental and on Halloween, where the veil is most thin, and there's a figure of a ghost right beside us, like of a person sitting like right there. So my mom is, I believe, really, really like, I think she has abilities too, but she hasn't explored them. I think she's way too scared. So my dad, he's an accountant. <laughs> he's like very mathematical and very logical. So he doesn't really believe in any of this. My parents are atheists, actually. It's really funny. So in terms of like just how spiritual I am. Uh, listen, I've, I've only got you for a short period more. And I yeah. want to just check in with you on this because yeah. you've got all this spiritual, soulful stuff. And I know because we're in our mastermind together, what a great business coach you are too. Talk to me about blending in. I know that you talk, do talk specifically about something that you call soulful self-promotion and yes. selling. So yes. I, I would love for us to just get a takeaway of something that we can practically use honed mm. from your amazing abilities. What is this thing about soulful self-promotion and selling? Where do the two blend? Yeah. yeah. So what's it's soulful self-promotion is, you know, a lot of times coaches, healers, light workers, practitioners, spiritual preneurs are so scared to come off hiding and really show up and sell. They, there was so much ickiness around selling and selling is really under the same umbrella as uh, I think it's two different things, sales and then money mindset, right? But it's under that whole umbrella of money beliefs and what we believe about money. And I find that oftentimes people have blocks around um, believing that they're worthy of money that, you know, we grew up, grew up most of us grew up watching Maybe our parents fight about money, not talk about money, um, hearing about how rich people are greedy. You know, you think how oh, money grows on trees, like all this stuff around money. Um, there's so many, so much trauma around money. And so all of that, just like we said earlier, business development <laughs> is also a personal and spiritual journey. And so here it is, right? So with soulful self-promotion, it's really moving into the energy of abundance is your birthright. And that includes prosperity, that the more money we have, the more good we can do with it as spiritualpreneurs, as people who are here to support others, to transform their lives in whatever way that is, the more conscious businesses, excellent my wishes to have more conscious most of the money in the world coming to the conscious businesses we have and the businesses that support them like the tech people <laughs> thank you for them <laughs> so um it really is um moving into this energy of showing up unapologetically and not being afraid to say by the way if you're feeling called to 
come in and play in my whatever program it is and doing that call to action and really inviting people into your world more with the energetic exchange of money. And lots of people, even if they're showing up on, let's say Facebook lives or IG lives, they're still hiding. They even tell me, I'm like, what, you're showing up? But they're like, no, no, I know my level of showing up or where I wanna go. I'm too scared to, they'll say, I know I'm hiding. We all know that level of when we're hiding. I know myself, even though people might be like, you're really showing up. I'm like, nope, I know my level. <laughs> so so um, it's also being able to unapologetically share your offerings, your paid offerings. Yes. Now that, that is a soundbite. Unapologetically yeah. share your paid offerings. Awesome. It's like, you know, we have to like whisper it. It's like, no, I'm only here to give free value, but of course we're running businesses. And I love yeah. how bold you are about that. It's like, share them. And I, you know what, now is a perfect time while we're riding on this wave for some inspired action suggestions. Okay. Hey, At the end of every episode, we always round off with something that we can do practically, ideally in about a day or no more. What is okay. this that we can take away from this? Beautiful. So I'm going to bring in my psychologist life coach background and have you do something very tangible. So on a piece of paper, I want you to write all the beliefs that are holding you back from who you really are, like who you really want to show up as in that next level version of you. Okay. So that could look like uh, not doing Facebook lives or IG lives, um, procrastinating, uh, letting your perfectionism get in the way. And what exactly are the thoughts behind the behaviors, right? So uh, with perfectionism, it's like, oh, I don't have the right lighting. Oh, I don't have the right background. Oh, I don't have the right script. You know, like that needing to get it right. Um, that could also, of course, then lead to procrastination behavior. So you're never, ever putting your work out there. Or when you do, you're just constantly criticizing yourself. You're focused on the thing that probably only you are focused on, right? So write down all of those things. And then write down the next, who you see yourself to be in that next level version of yourself. How is she showing up? How is she feeling? How is she thinking? Even though that might not be your level of thinking yet. And then I invite you to embody it. So really move into some breath work, breathing in, visioning. Visioning is so powerful. When you really let yourself just breathe into this, your body cannot tell the difference between thinking about something versus being there. So if you're focused on what's not working, what's holding you back, the inner critic, imposter syndrome, where your attention goes, your energy flows, right? That's what your, your body starts to move into that state of freeze, avoidance, procrastination, whatever the behaviors are. If you're focusing on who you are becoming, you're focusing on would it be okay, Joe, if I actually drop in like a guided, guided, short guided embodiment practice? Absolutely. Go with the flow. Okay. okay. So this way you guys save this episode, <laughs> play it as much as you want right now. Okay. So this is step number three is move into this. So letting yourself feel into this version of you that you are becoming, taking a breath in. And then breathing out anything that doesn't serve and support you, all of those things on that first list. In fact, I invite you to burn that list. And just feeling into the spaciousness of stepping in to you, your next level version of you. Feeling the power in your body breathing in through your hmm, let's move into your solar plex center this beautiful power center this beautiful color of joy of yellow 
And then as you breathe out, imagine breathing out this bubble around you. This beautiful bubble of joy, of your soul essence, of your power. Imagine this beautiful white light coming down from source, your high power, on the top of your head, connecting with your third eye, the space between your eyes and your forehead. That's your intuition, your throat, activating your voice, activating your voice, the power of your voice, your heart, your love energy your solar plex, your womb space, where you birth your creativity, your self-worth, and your root chakra, safety, grounding. So breathing all of this in as you feel the energy, seeing yourself showing up in your version of bold, your version of fun, your version of being and feeling aligned, breathing in and breathing this bubble, this beautiful bubble around you. And I'll just drop in some light codes. Activating your highest self. What you're meant to be, do and have in this lifetime. What your soul is called to unfold and activate and create the ripple effects. In this world, Morakia Sorokoratinea. Breathing in. And anchoring in like a roots of a tree as you breathe out, letting your breath create these roots in the beautiful, rich soil of Mother Earth, planting your soul's essence your power and laying the energetic ripple effects already begin and so it is one more breath in and out and so just hanging out with the sensations noticing what you're noticing in your body there's no right or wrong some of you might feel tingling light energy you may notice your eyes fluttering you may notice emotions behind your eyes tears rolling down a sense of feeling home there's no right or wrong peace power tingling these are all very common responses to light language. Welcome home, my loves. And make sure you drink some water, ground yourself. And take aligned action every day in who you are in your next level version. Thank you, Roz. That was really, really special. So I know that I'll be I'll be rewinding and going through that again. I was definitely feeling tingly. Really blessed to have you share that with us. Beautiful activation. And if people want to find more about you online, where's the best place for them to go? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, love. So people can find me on Bold Sexy Warrior. That's on Instagram. Uh, please DM me. Let me know how this activation uh, unfolded for you. I always love to hear. And uh, let me know you got heard about me from Joe, her podcast. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I love Facebook friending people. So Facebook friend me. Again, please let me know how you got connected with me at Rosalind Fung, R-O-S-A-L-Y-N, F as in let's have some fun with a G. <laughs> And my business page is Rosalind Fung Coaching Bold Sexy Warrior.
And then I do have a free masterclass, which you can check in Joe's show notes for on bus procrastination, boldly show up and sign soulmate clients. Amazing. Roz, just to say again, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute thrilling ride listening to all the things that you had to share. Thanks a lot for being on Goals with Soul. My thanks to Roz for being my guest in this week's episode, especially for sharing that amazing activation at the end. And we talked earlier on in the episode about how there are many entrepreneurs and coaches out there delivering their expertise in the form of marketing and executive coaching and many other ways, and yet also developing a real sense of spirituality for themselves, following principles like law of attraction, diving into energy modalities, and starting to feel inauthentic in how they're showing up for their business because they haven't integrated all of the parts of themselves. They're starting to feel like, how can I actually show up and talk about this stuff when it's newer to me and I've got years of credibility in other areas? Or maybe also feeling like they don't know how to bring it in. Like what part of their story would they call on to make it make sense to future clients? How can it be incorporated in their signature offers? Now, if that's you and it's resonating, I would love to share more about the Messaging Edge Mastery Program where I work with you to integrate the full essence of who you are so you can show up unapologetically in all aspects of yourself in your business. This is relevant for coaches no matter what stage of business you are in, but I found particularly people that have hit big milestones and now coming back around and trying to include more authenticity in their business. This resonates particularly strongly. If you're ready to incorporate your highest self within your business, I've opened up two spots to work with me one-to-one. Go to the link in the show notes or message me directly on Instagram at iamjo.ingram and send me the word ready and I will share all the details with you. And so have an inspired action week. Take care. Bye now.